You turn your volume up. I turn my volume up. <laughs> really sick ass beat to that song. Oh, dude. Listen here. What is that? That's uh, I Turn My Camera On by Spoon. Spoon, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it's just one of those unrelenting, never really lets up. No, yeah. It charges, charges. the yeah. whole way. Yeah. I'm going to listen to that. I haven't heard that song in a long time. <laughs> I feel like the last time, probably I guess the last time either of us heard that song, we were together. Yes. And you said the same thing. You said, I've, I, it's been so long since I've heard that song. But then you followed it up with, I'm always with you when I hear this song. Oh, my God. We're just in a loop. <laughs> we're still in Mineral Wells. Ah! <laughs> Dude, I faced my fear today. Oh, I no. Faced you were abducted. A, I faced a fear. No. Oh. At least when that happens, I'm not aware of it. But in this case. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. This was a full-on decision. And so I was cleaning up today, just kind of cleaning around the house. And I haven't seen one of these in a time. But I saw, like, on the uh, crown molding on the floor in the living room was a scorpion. Ah! And it was just, like, kind of sideways, like, hugging to the side of the water and had its little tail curled around, so I couldn't really see anything. It was just like I was, but I knew. I knew what it was. Like, I, my subconscious knows. All it mm. has to do is just, like, glance even out of my periphery, and if it's, it knows. It identifies it. And so I saw it, and I froze. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do about this? Because my first thing was, like, I'm just going to go get, like, the wasp spray and blast it straight yeah. to hell. Oh, yeah. Some um, kind of poison. Yeah. I didn't, though, because I've, I've felt really bad about that. And I've been really trying to just not kill things if I don't have to. Um, Can that be new merch? I'm trying really hard to not kill things if, if, I, don't if I don't have, have to. to. And, yeah. you know, I just think, it, especially like in the things that can't help being what they are. And so I was looking at it. I was like, I do I want to try to move this thing outside? Like, do Ooh. I want to do this you know yeah, uh, like let's let's do a checklist first let's run through it and see if this is something that i even want to do and so i was like you know what i think i can i think i can do this i i think i can make this work i think i'm strong enough to handle this because i was like it's a tiny thing it's fine you know like i'm i'm a big human like i'm a big compared to this like I, I, it's fine <laughs> i'm a i'm a big girl <laughs> yeah i can i can handle this like it's size comparison this is a tiny thing it should not have this hold over me and i have one of those dust pans it's got like a three foot handle on it because mm. it's so it's one that you can like stand up and dust into because i'm I love myself and I will not not have one of those. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Once you use those, you never go back. You don't go back. And no, I, I first used it when I was an usher at a movie theater, you know, because they always mm -hmm. have those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and since I've been like, I don't know, 18, I will. I refuse to bend over to pick up shit. Off the floor. I, I won't do it. Yeah. And so I have that and I, was like, I will just sweep this son of a bitch into the dustpan and hold it oh. in the room. And yeah, carry it not outside. Like, not like a spider. It's not really going to crawl up the handle and try. Oh, to get it did to not it. go as planned. And so oh, no. I went to Brett. One, okay. There's a couple of things because of my avoidance of them. I forget how quickly they do oh, move so when they fast. want to. They're not as quick as like you know some things. Like I don't feel like they're as fast as spiders. 
but they are fast and they move in like this glidey kind of, it's like they have tracks underneath them, like tanks, they, they glide. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, all right, I'm going to sweep this thing. But it was, again, it was like sideways on the wall. So it was kind of tricky. And I was like, so I went to brush it. I have chills on my arms right now. And I went, I went and brushed it off the wall. And it it didn't catch it well enough. So it just knocked it off and it started beelining like under a chair. That is like that I couldn't get it out from under. It was like, fuck. And so (laughs) then my composure immediately crumbled. Like the only way I was going to be able to pull this off was if it went just right. Love it. And it it failed at the beginning. And so it started crawling around. And so then I just started swatting with the broom to just try to get it in the dustpan you know? you're like fuck it I, I don't care kill, yeah, kill it we're now. gonna we're gonna get you know i was like so i brushed it in the dustpan but these things are strong and this one was really large it was small looking because its tail was wrapped up but Ooh. like this one was re- and that was part of what made me panic was because when i brushed it off the wall it unfolded and i was like oh Ugh. god and I so hate that terminology I, it unfolded uh, and so i swept it in the dustpan and then it kept trying to it was pushing through the broom bristles to like crawl out over the edge of the it was that strong oh, and so it. i kept trying to and so this situation that was supposed to just be me walking over sweeping Facing a scorpion a into yeah. the dustpan and taking it outside in the same span of time was me knocking a scorpion off the wall failing scrambling to try to get it in the dustpan trying to keep it in the dustpan while it crawls out and then opening the door and throwing the broom and the dustpan <laughs> out as far away as i could I there are many times I say this to you, but I swear to God, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. I wish I could have watched this whole interaction, dude. While you were talking, I was googling to see if there was an some some genius invented uh, like a bug catcher that's better for doing this kind of stuff. And I came across Macy. I came across a product called the Bug Zuka. Okay, and it's. It's a low-powered, it's a low-powered vacuum, like a little stick, and it just gently sucks it up against a, a little net, and it just kind of stays stuck to the net until you go outside and you and you turn it off, and it allows it to crawl out. I'm a fan of the the product. I, I think the name is a little confusing because bazooka it makes shoot. It- yeah, it makes it sound like it's going to shoot the bug into Yeah, I thought it was just going to yeah. just blast its insides. Um, <laughs> I need something because I've gotten to where I can move spiders in the dustpan. I'm pretty good mm-hmm. at that, you know, but mm-hmm. this. Oh, and then I walked around sick to my stomach. Oh, I bet. And sweating for about 30 minutes. I bet, dude. Dude. Oh, God. I Here's the thing. I don't have like a phobia of um scorpions i couldn't even think of the name like like i feel like yours is more borderlining on a phobia you know what yeah, i mean I, I, it's the only thing that i really tr- other than oh, i do have claustrophobia but right. like scorpions yeah. do that same like um stimulation effect on the body it's where just, it's like i can't control it and i i freak out pure adrenaline like pure yeah. you're you're thrown into survival mode so i don't even have that i just have bad experiences with scorpions they're mean <laughs> like Last year, particularly, I just kept I just kept finding them in my bed. They would just keep being on me when I'm sleeping. Um, <laughs> so I can't I can't even fucking imagine, dude. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of products here. There's my critter catcher. No, um, <laughs> and and it looks like you know fiber optic um, 
wires that can't yeah. be the right term yeah i know what you're about. you know what i mean yeah are you looking at my critter catcher i'm looking at the bug zooka and yes. i'm looking at the bug zooka okay it looks like a plunger but i see it i see how it works mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. all right if you all go right. to the yeah if and if you're googling if you're following along at home you can go to the review photos <laughs> to get a better idea and then there's my critter catcher which scares me i've seen I've seen these, how it like grabs yeah. it with bristles, but I kind of like the suction guy that's just going to... I like the <laughs> suction guy better. Yeah, I feel like that up. scorpion, I feel like that beefcake scorpion could have muscled his way out of those little fiber optic uh, I threats. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you got to see the size of our fucking Texas wolf spiders out here. Like, I I, I think that they can just strong arm yeah. their way out of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Like, the if they Heisman, extend yeah. all of their legs at the same time, they'll just open it up and fall out. I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. ew gross uh and also i'd be a little i'd be a little bit afraid that it's just gonna immediately squish the spider i i i I think i'm gonna go with the suction i think i might actually seriously legitimately look into getting one of those because we have a a, living in a hollow under a bunch of trees in like a water basin creek bed it's like i we have so many giant bugs yeah lots yeah Lots of giant bugs. Mm. And and it's not even, I wouldn't even say that either of us are particularly, <sighs> I'm going to, I'm going to say this, I'm using it in the way that, uh, I'm just going to say, none of us are, we're not particularly girly about bugs. You know no, I, mean? I can tolerate a bug. I'll do it. And you know that. what I mean when I say that? I mean yeah, like the, yeah, but for lack of a better word. Yeah. 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 Um, like if I see a mouse, I don't feel like I'm gonna immediately like jump up on a chair. Yeah, yeah, like your but, stereotypical like girly like. Oh, yeah. a bug. Oh, I, need a, yeah. I need a boy to come get the bug. But yeah, I don't yeah. Fuck with scorpions, uh, I don't. I don't just love spiders, big spiders, because in my mind, and I feel like I've taken pictures and sent them to you, or at least asked you. Every single spider is a brown. You do recluse. think every spider is a brown recluse? <laughs> every brown spider. That's like is a brown recluse. A brown recluse. And you think you think by now I would have actually googled it and retained the information, but I didn't. It's um, the violin. You got to find the violin. See, you you said that and it immediately fell out of my head. I said it a lot to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, with that, this very buggy episode mm, is dedicated. Is. It, yeah, it's a buggy, buggy episode. I don't even want to talk about technology and bugs right now because I had such an issue with my stream last night that... Yeah, I saw the comments uh, that there was tech issues. And then towards the end, I got all psyched and I was like, I'm going to order a pizza. Let's all have a pizza party. So I like order a pizza and I jump up to go check to see if it's there. And I came back and, and Twitch had shit the bed and I never came back. I just couldn't get back in. <laughs> So, oh my God, <laughs> I don't want to talk about things being buggy. Mercury free shadow. It, yeah, microwave, Gatorade. What are, what are the other ones? Lemonade. Today's episode is dedicated to our Patreon, Leanne M. Ah, <sighs> so a song about spiders. David Bowie does a lot of spider talk. Does he? Yeah, in Ziggy Stardust. I need to actually legitimately listen to that. But you, you mean like I ever have like the concept album, not just the song. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the piece. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever have. Yeah. Here we go. Jamming good with weird and Gilly and the spiders from Mars. So where wow. were the spiders while the fly tried to break our bones? Where were they? Yeah, I, 
I don't, you know, the, with just the beer light to guide us. Oh! So we bitched about his fans, and should we crush? <laughs> this is my favorite line in the whole song. Should we crush his sweet hands? Oh, his, su- his, his sweet, sweet hands. His, his sweet, sweet little guitar playing hands. Little hands. Okay, Macy. Okay. Harper Valley PTA. I want to tell you all a story about a Patreon and Leanne M. Nice. You worked Patreon in there, too. I did. I've never done that before, but I, I did. I'm happy. Had a little nip of jam. jam. Use a lot of ice. Whatever she Wow. <laughs> you know what? I, I get that she walks in and she just absolutely burns everybody's ass. Yeah, bit. she does. She burns them down. She burns them to the ground the thing is she also seems a little nosy if she's noticing how much ice is being you know what i get it you're blowing everybody away and you well you know what hold on i retract my statement as soon as i said it because she noticed all these things but she goddamn kept them to herself and she did they were just her observations until they made Mm. it personal yeah yeah she strutted in there with her little slutty outfit on (laughs) yeah her mini skirt and just like you know what fuck you and you and you (laughs) you in particular and then the beautiful Uh, twist of the day my mama socked it and you're like oh she was the kid (laughs) i love a song with a twist i do too what are we talking about today uh, it's a legitly, uh, a legitly, it is legitimately a buggy episode. I'm talking about wasps. I, my skin is falling off the bone. Mm. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, so tender. So tender. <laughs> I'm talking to you about Dalmatian Jasper. That's new. Dalmatian dalmatian jasper is it is it does it look like a dalmatian if it doesn't I'm oh pissed. hey check it out it just looks like <laughs> it's just hot pink <laughs> dalmatian jasper man how many kinds Ooh, it looks like a cookies and cream hershey's oh yeah it does oh yeah it does how many Big. types of jasper are there well that's interesting that's interesting we'll get into that Okay. Oh boy, we'll get into that. <laughs> all right, dude. Big cookies and creams vibes. I, I'm yeah. I really... It's like all I can see is the mm. the Hershey's cook and mm. cream. Oh, cook and cream. <laughs> is that us? Is that our nicknames? Are we cook and cream? <laughs> cook and cream. <laughs> cook and cream. Can I be cream? <laughs> <laughs> what was the? Uh, uh, I could cream. The I could just cream. I could just cream. <laughs> oh god, uh, y'all! That was uh, a little bit of insider insider lore, or not lore? Just that's some Patreon goodness. Yeah, join us over there. We, we come up come up with some great zingers, such as "I could just cream." Um, it, join us on our face our Patreon. Serious Mad Lib canon has come from there. All right, I'm going to talk to you about wasps, okay? Yeah. Um, so more specifically, kind of like uh, the stinging wasps. and like Because there's like, uh, listen, there's so many types of wasps. There's like so many types of wasps. And it's actually kind of confusing. So I'm going to specifically name like the grouping of wasps. But I don't remember the word. And I'm going to have to read it when I get to it. What constitutes a wasp? It can't I just be a flying you. 
Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So a wasp is any insect of, and so it's fun, it falls into the suborder Apocrita, which is, it's the narrow-waisted suborder. <gasps> so that is very specific and signature to wasps, their shape, that tiny mm. waist. Uh, and so they're in the order Hymenoptera. Okay. That's yeah. not real. And, um, which I think bees and ants are in, but wasps, of course, are neither bees nor ants. And Hymen. yeah, Hymenoptera. We're really going to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so wasps that are into there's I listen I was very confused by this and I would like to tell you that I chased it down and really understood what it was talking about but I still really don't there's the term called a clade and I'm sure that there are insect uh studying listeners that will know exactly what this is but I don't and uh but a clade I think is is something that can be traced back to a con- either a common ancestor or not a, I don't know either way but they've belonged to the clade aculeata aculeata Anyway, they can sting. Okay. okay. <laughs> In the the wasp family, the happy family that is the the wasps, uh, oh. you have your yellow jackets, you have your hornets, uh, and those are your more aggressive type. They are social wasps, uh, but they are oh. in the family Vespidae or Vespidae. We Why I don't know Anglo-Saxon person. What? <laughs> Haven't yeah you've heard that wasp? Like if somebody's very waspy. Oh no, I've never heard that in my life. Really? No. <laughs> never. <laughs> it's white Anglo-Saxon person, I believe, is the P. But it's like you know, think think very just breadstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Can of mayonnaise. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so. Uh, often these wasps are eusocial, EU social, uh, and which is like very advanced in the social structure. Like they do have a social structure. They do kind of have like a, a very organized uh, hive type familial environment, these social wasps. And okay. they live together in a nest, typically with an egg laying queen and non-reproducing workers. So that's that's just kind of the the environment, particularly of the social wasps. However, the there's a majority of wasp species are solitary because remember there's a whole bunch of different types of wasps. And this in this case, you will have like a female that's living her life breeding independently, and she doesn't have a little colony, and she just travels and breeds and moves on. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Get it. Bad and, bitch. Girl yeah, boss. Boss bitch. And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so female wasps, uh, this seems to me like a pretty sick trade. Like I'm pretty into it. But um, so female wasps typically have this uh, thing mechanism, I suppose, called an ovipositor, which is it, which is a really funny 50s sounding marketing contraption word. Oh. Um, what is it, it? Which helps to lay eggs however it seems like the wasps in the stinging family just traded that out for a stinger <laughs> like lit yeah listen i would give up my egg laying ability for a stinger hell yeah absolutely yes 100 yes please one Take of those uterus i don't even like <laughs> yeah. it give me a stinger give, give me 
Dude, when you first said ovipositor, this might we might take this out, but like, have you ever? My understanding of those are totally different because of the internet. Have you ever seen like an like a ovipositor? Like not like a real one from nature, but like the sex toy. No. Okay. It's essentially a a bing bong, a fake ding dong. Okay. That you can Did you call it a bing bong? First? <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> okay. Sure. And you can squeeze eggs, like chicken-sized eggs out out of the little of it. Out of the little out of little, out of little pee-pee into your partner to essentially lay eggs. Oh, so if that's like your thing, if that if that yeah, that like yeah, your, can be your, your thing is okay. Yeah. It can, hey, and it's 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 usually like an alien looking Bing Bong. Okay, that honestly makes it make more sense to me. Yeah, here's the thing: I want one so bad, not for the. Not, I feel like listen, it could be kind of pretty. There? I feel like I just want to squeeze it and play with. Yeah, Dad, yeah, you just squeeze yeah. and push the just little like legs squeeze out. little legs yeah. out, and then you yeah. pop them back in like a Nerf gun and just do it again. Yeah, I would just be laying eggs all over the house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, cool. okay yeah. interesting i'm yeah. gonna have to look I'll, what those I'll, send are. You, I'll send you i'll send you a great one <laughs> okay please do okay. so uh, um uh. wasps have been around for fucking ever literally essentially forever so they appear there's fossil records of wasps all the way back in the jurassic period so the jurassic period was a really long time ago it started 201.3 million years ago and ended 145 million years ago so wasps have just been around since then and fucking everybody shit up they really have in some way or fashion and it is of course since diversified into all kinds of what i saw called super families which is different (laughs) groupings of wasps Uh, by the Cretaceous period. So that was starting to branch out even then and making these different uh, families and groupings, uh, subgroupings of wasps. So it actually seems like bees and ants evolved from wasps. Huh. Which was huh. Well, that makes sense. That's kind of neat, which is interesting because like bees and wasps, I think, are like mortal enemy- enemies. Like wasps huh. will kill bees. Um, Family feud. Yeah, it is. It's just, oh, the cousins are fighting again. Oh, shit. Um, the super families. And the super families. <laughs> so, yeah, that was just like an interesting little tidbit. So, as for social wasps, which are your your wasps that live in groupings, they're your swarming wasps. Uh, okay. There are 67 species of your social wasps, but the vast majority, which uh, seems over 75,000 different species, are solitary non-social wasps. So that's a lot of different types of wasps. And we'll get into those other subcategories real quick, even though I'm mainly talking about your stinging wasps, your social wasps. So there are spider wasps that hunt spiders with their paralytic venom. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of like your tarantula wasps uh, and whatnot, but that's a mm. really metal ass insect. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Is, is that not the one that like lays the egg within the spider they, wasps really like to do that uh yeah. they really they 
in there is like your parasitic wasps that will like they'll lay the eggs in the host's body and then the eggs will hatch and then devour the body. It's it's gruesome. Oh. Uh, so there's there's a lot of that. There's your paper wasps, which also can kind of live in the Venn diagram of your social wasp structure, because that's where your red wasps, your yellow jackets, paper wasps is the name because they make the papery kind of nests out of the wood. Ah. That's where the name comes from. And so you get all different kinds. There's all different kinds of wasps in the in the world. Good. Um, so I do want to, like, for clarity's sake, though, you do often, like, wasp is sometimes just used to narrowly describe members of the Vespidae or Vespidae. Yeah, Vespidae, I think. Vespa uh, scooter. Vespa scooter, yes. The Vespa mm. family. Yes. And... Uh, and again, this includes your your yellow jackets, your hornets, your red wasps, um, other types of paper wasps. There's different colors and and whatnot. So your stinging family, Vespidae. That's what that's those that's that bunch. They're the spicy wasps. Oh, um. So it seems this is a really large family. I think there's like five thousand or so species in this family. Uh, and they were described, I don't know if this is like a scientific word and I just don't know it, but I didn't want to leave and look at it because I liked it this way with me not Good. knowing the true Good. meaning. But they were described as uh, this this stinging family, a cosmopolitan family of wasps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if that means like they have, they follow like that social hierarchical structure, you know, like they have etiquette and rules and no, whatnot. no, I don't they, they know. Just, no, they, they watch a lot of sex in the city. Yeah, they read a lot of Cosmo magazine. Uh, uh, Cosmo magazine? Dude, how much wrong shit did you learn from that magazine? Okay, listen, I specifically remember one up because I that was like that was like the um that was my version of Road Babe. Like I feel yeah, like it was I would it was a- it was mine it, more commonly for me. Yeah, like because yeah, like for sure, a lot of exposure. When, to Cosmo. when when I was about seventeen or so, I think I just started actually just getting Cosmo. But when I was a little younger, I would like trick my mom and I would be like, "Can I get a teen a Cosmo a teen Cosmo or whatever that was?" But I would just like snag a Cosmo Why and like not? hope she didn't notice, you know. And like I remember one time. I was like reading through the sex tips and it was straight up. Like if you want to spice it up, put a donut on his dang dong and eat it off him. And that has stuck with me for a very long time. The logistics of it, the sugar getting everywhere. Yeah. That'd be real fun when you catch some of that skin in your teeth. They'll love it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's a lot of teeth. It's a lot of hair. I'm not, I remember reading a, one that was pretty much just like, just give his dick a mild Indian, like, I don't want to, like, I don't know oh. what else to call it. It's like kind of a, you know, not a good term, but like, like a rug burn, Indian burn is like the yeah, term. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would and it call, like used you? that term. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, oh, well, of course it did, because this was probably like well, this was early like 2006. Yeah. You know, and so it was like, it was, that was everywhere. But it was you basically know, nobody like, questioned it. But yeah, give his big, dick give a the big bong. friction burn, but like by twisting it. <laughs> Twisting it. Yeah, there was a lot of bad advice like that. And sometimes I just feel like oh, the yeah. writers at Cosmo were just like really just wanting to Trolling. fuck with dudes, I guess. Yeah. And we're just like, let's yeah. say this bad advice. And we know these people uh. are going to go out in the wild and try it. <laughs> in the wild. Like the like the senior sex tip editor got in a fight with like their husband. So they came in and they were like, you know what you do? You put on a pointy boot and you smash his balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, well, there yeah. are so, you know, like they like a little bit of mild pressure there. So if you just yeah. want to just like put the back end of your stiletto into it, uh, they'll love it. Get a spoon and kind of flick it on his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> they'll go wild. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, okay. And that's another thing. Outside of the bad advice, the uh, the phrasings of things were so dumb. I remember mm-hmm. one, and I forget what it was, but it was like, if you do this, it'll be so good. He'll He's guaranteed to forget his own name. Yeah, that's <laughs> always how they were written. Very sensational. Um, yeah, yeah sensationalist yeah Uh, yeah okay woof okay anyway that was that was departure moving on all right let me pull Mm -hmm. my notes back up because let's just not even talk about what just happened wow um okay that was just a blast from the past i remember i can see it right now in my mind's eye i can see myself in my closet reading it because being in my room wasn't good enough i had to like go one step deeper and hide in my closet i i did the same mm. yeah i did the mm. same i it's okay <laughs> i think i think most of us did yeah yeah great uh-huh. um <laughs> so social wasp colonies include a queen well a number sorry of i just I, it's just surreal to me. I forgot that that's what we were even. Yeah, we're getting back into reality. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Go, go I know. I just had to like. Woof. I just had to break it like a bone and just be had like, a okay. shift. So, <clears throat> a bunch of female workers uh, who are generally more sterile than the queen, of course, mm. and typically, it, it's pretty common for them to die each year. So the workers will, the queen will live, the queen will like crawl into like a hole somewhere, like something and hibernate and like a shell in like a sheltered location. And then, yeah, new wasps are born every year and the the colony takes every year. It seems like they die. I I think they might live longer if you live in a warmer climate. Ah, well, I didn't realize their life was that short. That sucks. I think a lot of bugs only live about about like a season or so. Yeah, sure, but I just rewatched the movie Ants. You remember the movie Ants, and it I really do. paints a different picture. Yeah, Woody Allen. Weird choice for a children's movie. A lot of a lot of weird choices <laughs> made in that movie. Yeah. Um. Um. Woody, he's, um <laughs> I just, but it is inter- like I I I don't know. I pick ants over Bugs Life. Oh, I'm an ants girl all the way. Yeah, they came That's out about where, the same where the time. Lord of the earth came from. Yeah, I just think it was. I think it was better. I, it was. It was more tongue in cheek. It was a little more adult. Listen, they didn't say bitch in a bug's life. They didn't say they ass. They said all of that in ants. And I just liked the animation better. I didn't like how the animation mm-hmm. looked in Bugs Life, and I still don't. Mm. I, I'm not sure if I've actually seen a bug's life all the it's way through. It's too round. Everything's too round. It's like mm, these are I get bugs. That. At least in ants, like they have like the armored segmented bodies, you know? Yeah. Like this uh, yeah. looks right. They don't look as cute. They have like the tapered faces. Like it didn't mm-hmm. I didn't like how round and bulbous everything looked in in Bugs Life. Do you remember the uh, uh, uh ants also starred one Christopher Walken? Uh yeah. 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 Wait. Who I was strangely attracted to upon revisiting it who was his character in ants he was the 
the bad general, do you remember the bad general who wants yes. to kill everybody? Okay. That was uh, Gene Hackman, first of all. Okay. So you said Christopher was, Walken. Christopher Walken is was like his number two guy, his right-hand man, who at the end of the movie has a change of heart and becomes a good guy, which kind of saves it, which seems weird, like a choice. It, it feels like... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember him. I just had to look remember at his him character's with the, face. With the long face? Yeah. 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 And Dan hey, Aykroyd played... The who's cut? Yeah, Cutter was it? Cutter, yeah. Dan Aykroyd played one of the wasps, which I can't help but think about in your topic today. Mm. And I, I just realized it earlier that they were they were making. I didn't know this as a kid, but they were making a play on the term wasp because these two wasps show up out of nowhere, and they're very like his his wife's name is Muffy. Oh, Muffy, darling. <laughs> and I'm just kind of putting that together. And, yeah, they were. See, like, that's why Ants is better. Yeah, I need to watch it as a as a grown up, dude. It's on um, Hulu. Is it? It is on Hulu. I, I wonder if Hunter's it. ever seen it. He's he's kind of a fun treasure trove of like random kids movies that somehow he missed. Yeah. You know, Ooh. like I don't know how, but like he's seen a lot of them, but like he's missed a few like really choice ones that I've got to show for the first time. You know, um, <laughs> did you ever watch uh, Beetlejuice? Yes, we did. Like, oh yeah, that was like one of the first things. I was like, we watched that when Lyra was still here because Lyra had never Neat. seen it either. Neat. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and the same. So I got to take two Beetlejuice V cards in one night. Great. It was really love it for me. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. A lot of species of wasps do the nud, the nud, the mud nest right. thing. They, you know, they do like the the mud nest. You've seen them, and yeah. they they're into that. Uh, Vespines and polystines, which are like wasps, and like that's the listen, they use the paper, they're the paper, they wasps, they use plant fibers, like wood fiber, wood pulp, things like that, Mm -hmm. and make like this sort of paper mache kind of. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever like messed around with an abandoned wasp nest or not, too scared. They're really strong. It's really impressive. Like you can, of course you can like step on one, but like when you pick up your foot, it's not really destroyed. You can almost like puff it back up and like straighten it back out. Like they're really, really sturdy. They're just really interesting. And they're hexagonal, which is just, I always love to see that in nature, which is like nature's like perfect structure, like honey combs, you know, like that structure is in nature everywhere. Um, So interestingly, they... They're not like as super into nectar as honeybees are, but they do like a little sweet treat. They okay. will kind of mess around, get a little sweet treat every now and again. Uh, like they were eating all of our um, aphid shit. That's why we had oh. so many wasps in the greenhouse because like, and like there's aphid honey, which I think is actually supposed to be like kind of, um, not like fancy, but kind of like a like a very like sought after kind of honey, which I think is made specifically out of the nectar of aphid shit and bees eat aphid shit and make Wait, the special honey. For humans to eat? Yeah. Yeah. It's like aphid. Ew. It's got a Ew. different name that sounds nicer. I mean, I'd eat it because you're eating bee vomit anyway. Ew! I That's guess. what honey is. Yeah. No, dude, I guess it just, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm just indoctrinated into eating honey. Like I'm used to it. Yeah, well, I, this is still honey. It looks like honey, and it moves like honey. I, it's yeah, just the source. I, I just watched shit. Macy. I don't know if we talked about it, but I just watched the movie Ants. You remember the <laughs> <movie> Ants? <laughs> and there's, there's the battle of the aphids, and uh, I just don't want to eat what comes out of their buttholes. I thought those were termites. 
No, they have... Oh, maybe. The big hive that they go battle? Dude. Those are termites. Those are termites. Oh, I can eat aphid honey. Thank God. Yeah, you can eat aphid shit all day long. Okay, sweet. Lit. Yeah, they're tiny. Um, they, um, so they'll, they'll do that. They'll, they'll eat that. They'll eat nectar sometimes. Um, there actually are some plants that have evolved to make little uh, they're called extra floral nectaries which is really cute but they're more on the outside part of the plant which encourages wasps to visit and there's a reason for that so wasps are actually kind of useful pollinators which is interesting not all wasps but some of them are and some more than others but wasps when they land on flowers kind of with their their weight they kind of jostle they'll jostle the flower they're they're a bit heavier and beefier than bees and you know they don't have the furry bodies to transport pollen around but they can kind of shake a flower and for flowers that are pollinated by that process it's called like you trip the flower it means that um this is like a that you you have your your little your stigma and oh. your your antha I think are anthers. Sorry, your stigma and your anthers of like a of self-fertilizing flower, they still need to make contact with each other in order to pollinate. And so when you have a wasp that comes over and lands on a flower, it can help that jostle can help that point of contact happen. And of course, like strong wind gusts, things like that, but like they they pollinate in that way by visiting hmm. gardens and crawling around flowers and landing on flowers and whatnot. Uh, they they do pollinate in that way huh so some plants have evolved to make those little nectaries that grow outside uh, especially self-pollinating plants because they're like all right if these wasps will come like lick this sweet ass nectar off the outside of us <laughs> they'll jostle the flowers on the inside and we'll get pollinated it's great come um, lick this sweet ass <laughs> nectar this sounds like a megan the stallion line well, and they get really into it. Like when our um, greenhouse wasn't opened yet, we had like a hundred wasps in it. Uh, they would just like zone out and you would watch one of them on like, because the aphids were on the mustard really bad, our, our purple mustard. And they would just like almost, you, I couldn't see their eyes, but I could see, I knew that they were glassy. <laughs> and they were just like on the leaf and they wouldn't move. You could like knock one off into the ground and it wouldn't, you know, okay, just so like it's sit a there. hypnotizing. Yeah. It's and it's drunk. just eating this aphid uh, shit nectar. I get, listen, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even really like to bother them that much. Like they were easy kills in that way because like, mm. we did have to exterminate some because it was dangerous in there. Mm. Um, but I didn't even like to do that because like, man, you're just vibing. You listen, dude, if I'm going to go out, if somebody's going to get, if someone's going to get me. And they get me while I'm absolutely going down on some of the some of the the sweet rolls from CC's Pizza. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, you are going out in a state of bliss. Oh yeah, dude. Mm. It's the best way to do it. <laughs> this is such a weird topic. This is so, a whole episode thus far. Um, why do wasps have their skinny waist? What is the point? Of this, like, what is the point of the tiny little? And you've heard, like, I don't. You hear the term like wasp waist. You would hear that a lot, oh. like in um, like when clothing, like especially, like for example, like Victorian clothing or when stays were used okay. uh, in clothing to create that wasp waist to give that that yeah. silhouette. Um, why do they have it? And so I, I was interested to figure this out, and it, it made sense when I did. So first of all, this tiny little waist has a name. It's called a petiole. 
cute. It seems interesting that it has a name, but it does. And (laughs) it seems largely this exists for flexibility reasons. So wasps have exoskeletons and insects with exoskeletons are hard. They essentially have a skeleton on the outside of their body. And if they're segmented, you know, they can, they can move a little, they like, they can art in points of articulation, they can move. However, that's not really the case with wasp. But when you slender that area up so much, it makes it so the wasp can maneuver its little butt in directions. And so this is beneficial for a couple of reasons. One for the laying of eggs, particularly if they need to be laid and kind of like, um, tight spots or something like, Uh, you know, like, but also for tucking it up underneath so it can sting your ass. And yeah, because, you know, if you've been stung by a wasp or if you've seen a wasp sting something, they tuck their little butt underneath and get you. And so that's another reason. So it's kind of a nefarious reason as to, you know, why. And of course, a lot of wasps that don't sting also have the slender waist, but it's like when I look at it now in a different light, it's like I look at it for like a red wasp. I'm like, you look like that just so you can hurt me better. (laughs) You look like that just to be mean. Yeah. Um. So, and and when it comes to wasps, and this is uh, just kind of the general term, like there is varying degrees of aggressiveness. Like yellow jackets and hornets are aggressive. Um, they'll they'll will, come find you. They'll swarm. Sure. Yeah, they mm-hmm. will swarm you. I like if I don't, I don't love wasps, but if one's just flying by, you know, I'm fine with it. Or if there's even like a nest not that far away, I'm fine with it. They're probably okay. Mm. Yellow mm. jackets, I'm like immediately like on edge. I, I don't I don't like it. I don't trust it. And let's go inside. Yeah, because they are like I when I was little, I was like 10 or so, maybe eight. I walked through a nest of them and I got stung like six times, you know, because that's what they yeah, do. They just like- swarm. Did you like almost die? No, no. But um, I, I, I would have been way more fucked up now. But it's one of those allergies oh. that gets worse every time you get stung. Did, have you ever had a point where you like almost got like really effed up? I, I've, I, I might be having a false memory, but I feel well, like no, I did get time. super fucked up. I just I'm never I don't have anaphylaxis um, with it, but I did. Oh, I got yeah. on the face. That's yeah, why I I'm, got stung yeah. twice on the face which swelled my whole face shut. Um, and then I got stung like two or three times on my hand and wrist on the other arm. So, I mean, it's like, but that's what they do. Like, they will just come out. If they're threatened, they attack in mass together as a unit. And hornets will do the same thing. Wasps, I've not noticed that as much. Like, I, because every now and again, if they start like building a house on the corner of, like building a nest on the corner of the house, like that can't stay there. And so I'll just blast it with a water hose like i don't want to i'm not killing them but it's like y'all can't build here <laughs> like yeah, sorry yeah you're evicting them they don't really swarm they don't do the same thing they just kind of fuck off you know and so it's like there's different levels of aggressiveness and generally if you don't bother a wasp like a paper or red wasp or something they often won't bother you granted i did get stung last year just for walking and <laughs> that really irritated me because that's the first time that's ever happened every other time did I've you stepped step on, on it? it no i was it stung me uh. underneath my wedding ring i was just Ooh. walking it stung me as i was walking like in the air that was when my hand got really swollen and 
for no reason. But that's the first time that's ever happened. Like all the other times, like I got stung once when I was like a young teenager, like 13 or 14. And I was, I had my arm on the back of the couch and I, I mm. put it on there and there was a wasp there and I put my arm on top of it and got stung. So typically that's why, but like I have just before been stung just because. Um, have you ever gotten got by a scorpion? No, I've gotten, mm. <laughs> I've gotten pinched by a scorpion. Oh, with but a I've, little- Crab yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've not ever been stung. Mom got stung was, last year and it fucked her up. She stepped on one, right? It, yeah, it fucked she her off. stepped on it. And it, I think for like three days, she had pretty radiating pain all the way up her leg. But you you just had a little flirt. You just had a little pain. Yeah, there was one in my shoe and I was able to, oh. it gave me like a little like, gotcha, gotcha, bitch. And I was able yeah, to get yeah. out and, you know. <laughs> hey i'm in here yeah yeah don't crush me please it's the only oh. nice scorpion i've ever met um gotcha, bitch so let's get into the metaphysical of these wasps here how can we draw from this energy what can we do with this so to channel the energy of the wasp it seems is to channel energy of strength they're very they're tied to strength they're very strong which makes sense have you ever tried to kill one with not spray like actually kill one with force just beating it to death it's yeah, not it easy work. to do they don't yeah. die yeah. um they're enormously strong and while not always aggressive they are assertive like a red wasp won't land on you and sting you but it will get right up in your face for no reason it, and just kind of look at you, you yeah yeah and then go yeah. off and it shows and, up and it kind of like puffs its chest out and it's like i could ruin your day and then yeah, yeah i could if i wanted to yeah and so they just have this confidence they have a natural confidence to them and especially when it comes in numbers and also they have the confidence of their built-in defense system because again we're talking specifically here about your stinging wasps wasps that can sting you and they're creatures of action they're constantly moving. They're constantly doing something. They emerge in spring. And when they emerge, it is an explosion. It, we are finally coming out of it. But every March and like early part of April every year is kind of an intense time in this house because they emerge in such numbers that you have to really dedicate focus, time, and energy to not get stung. It's bad. You got to be and careful. You got to be very careful. And that's how they appear. They show up and it's just like they're grown. I don't know when they hatch. And because if they're all supposed to die, I don't know when they grew up. But like they just appear grown ass, scary wasps and they're Mm -hmm. everywhere. And so that's kind of scary. But they show up and they are on the move. They are making their nests and they throw these nests together, these highly complex things. They throw them together very, very quickly and they work together to do it. And They're super organized, they're social, and they're organized creatures, and they can accomplish a lot with not a very long lifespan. They really get a lot done. And that's that's kind of the energy that you're working with with wasps. And of course, I'll get into like the more like offensive type energy because they are weapons, you know. But um, this is the positive side of wasps that isn't really talked about very often, you know, And, and it is fascinating. Like you have... A lot of, and this was something that I was reading to, I was just talking about the differences between the studying of wasps and the studying of bees. And like, it, the, it doesn't even compare, you know, like 95% of like studies, you know, on like these, on flying insects or like flying pollinating type insects, stinging insects, whatever. I don't remember what the qualifier was, but it was like honeybees. 
and bees mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. And wasps were like a tiny percentage of it, even though they're everywhere. And they're, they are beneficial. Like, even though it seems like they're just sent straight from, from the hell. bowels of hell. Like, they <laughs> actually, I mean, they're predator insects. They eat a lot of pest insects. You know, they, they really do help keep the populate the insect population control in balance, you know, for pest insects and whatnot. So it's like, they are beneficial and they're not just all bad, even though it's easy to, like, when you think of wasps, you just think of someone who's just, like, aggressive and you channel a wasp to, like, go after someone. And it's like, that's, uh, that's not really the uh, only purpose. Like, there's a lot of really positive and, like, intensely powerful and organized characteristics of the wasp that can be channeled because they get a lot of shit done and they don't take any shit either. And... That's interesting. You know, like that's kind of a useful creature to meditate on and pull energy from. So they can be helpful. They can be enormously helpful. They can be very, very helpful, but they don't do it as doormats. You know, they're not delicate. It's like, it's like, okay, so I just, I just rewatched Ants, you know, the 1998 classic film Ants. And in that film, the wasp, the Dan Aykroyd wasp shows up and he actually helps lift the Woody Allen ant back to his homeland at great speed, being very helpful. So I can see that. And it does seem to depend on the species, you know, like you have some wasps that aren't as helpful as others, but it does seem as a general rule, they do help keep, they're an important balancer of the ecosystem of the, like the chain like the food chain you know which is something that like is easy to forget about but it's something that's coming out with climate change is the how delicate that all is and how mm-hmm. like even creatures we don't like like wasps are so crucial into maintaining that balance because if the wasps are all gone that's going to upset so many things and the pest insects are going to get out of control and then like if things just really spiral out when you lose even a tiny piece and even if it's a piece that you don't like and so I, that's kind of, I'm trying to think more that way again, like with sweeping the scorpion outside, like I'm trying to think of things like, okay, you're not all bad. I don't like you, but I don't have to, my like for you doesn't have to determine whether or not you need to die. Um, <laughs> and, and so, uh, so there are, there's very positive things um, that they can, they can work on. And the, the larger part of their character is that they are not necessarily these aggressive things. They are defensive, for sure. Um, they will stand up for themselves, and they will fight for themselves and each other in their little social grouping. But yeah. generally, they mind their own fucking business, and they work together, and they work well together. And along with that, they are incredible architects. They build really sturdy, really clever designs. They build them together or, you know, if they're social wasps, and they do it fast. And it's amazing to think about that. Like, it is amazing that this tiny insect, and granted, it is a grouping of them sometimes, And but like, by eating wood pulp, they spit that out and make these nests with their mouths. And it's just, it's very interesting to think about. And they're very structurally sound, very attached to, I don't know how they stick them to to things the way they do and it looks just like a tiny little dangle but like they are it, on there it's such a small point of contact it yeah. looks like yeah and they are sturdy mm. so they do live together harmoniously um they work together very well they have their social structure and they follow it and 
that can be really beneficial for if you want to, um, if you're in a stage of your life where you're wanting to focus on bringing people together, you know, like if you bring groups of friends back together, you know, it's, it's kind of, we're in that awkward stage to where people have gotten out of the habit of getting together all the time. You know, like people used to get together all the time, but it's amazing how two years of not doing it makes it to where it's like, oh man, I don't know if we can make it. We were there last month, you know, and it's like, but when previously you used to do shit all the time. And so focusing on wasp energy can really be beneficial for trying to get that back into swing again, into being more social and getting back together again and and grouping up and whatnot, if that's something that you are struggling with and reemerging back into seeing people. Once again, yeah. and having people over and going over to people's houses and doing things. So the but social ha- have your jabs, you know, have your jabs. Oh, get your thick. jabbers. Yeah. And um, but also, like, you know, as mentioned earlier, like so that's one, that's one element that you can focus on the wasp for. But to touch on the building, I, I kind of I forgot to finish that part. Like, if you have a I mean, in a very pragmatic sense, like if you work in building, if you are an architect or a designer, even. I, it, it's kind of a neat animal to work with because that's a huge part of their essence. And it is, it's kind of the essence of these spirits, these creatures that we work with. They are builders. They are organizers. So if you, you know, if maybe you have like an office or something like having some kind of wasp type stuff, which is also kind of cool, I think. Like maybe have like oh, one yeah. of those cool like um, botanical type, like textbook type illustrations, like of some like wasps or something, or like, you know, just like have something in there and channel that energy because they are builders and they're really good at it. They build really sturdy things and they, they do it well. So that's, that's just kind of a skill that they have. That's much larger than just their, um, their weaponry, you know? I wonder if there's like a construction company or something of the like with a logo as a wasp. That would be clever. It would be cool. I I do. I mean, wasps look fucking awesome. They, like, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. They, they look, just look cool same thing with scorpions. Yeah. Like I they think do. they look fucking cool, but they're they also they uh they look um intimidating for a reason. Yeah, you know, they like look they, spicy because they can be. Yeah, there's they can be spicy. Yeah, they look like they're gonna they could harm you. And they can't. <laughs> yeah. So, and and on that, that's a good transition. So I would be remiss though if I didn't talk about the metaphysical properties of the wasp in the more gray um way of things. Hell yeah. So, you know, they aren't all good. Granted, nothing, in my opinion, is all good anyway. Oh no. But um so there's some uh, there's some superstitions around surrounding wasps. Like for for instance, one of them was like if you if a wasp gets into your home, it can mean that like you have a uh, I don't know perhaps not an enemy, but you have someone who is lurking around that's going to cause you maybe some trouble of some sort. You know, maybe you're like Ooh. a you know like a acquaintance that's just going to be f- a fuss or you're going to have to deal with okay. or something like that. Which that was really funny for me to read that because it was like literally every, I don't know, three days. There's like yeah. a wasp in our house. Like, <laughs> Macy, like, who's the fucking snake this time? Yeah, who is it? Just, oh God, I'm <laughs> surrounded by snakes. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, metaphysical working, workings and, uh, and spell works and things and charms for the nests. Uh, it's always a prize 
to find an abandoned wasp nest, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you see them utilized quite often, like, you know, snippings of them can be put in spell jars or, uh, you know, things like that, just utilizing the nest. They can be put in um, not, is it a terrarium? If it, or like a, if it's just got like the little, if it's in a glass dish and it's got like, you know, like a rabbit skull and like a butterfly on a branch and like, you know, yeah, dude, you I think it can be a terrarium. terrarium. I don't know if they have to have live plants in them or not, but like I see them in those a mm. lot and they look really mm-hmm. cool. But I mean, and for one, make sure they are abandoned. Um, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Like throw a rock at it from a safe distance. I usually only find them. I, if I do find one, I, if I find it on the ground, if I find mm-hmm. one on the ground, I know this is, a, it's abandoned, you know, yeah. you can tell. Um, but yeah, I don't usually want to scrape a fresh one off of the wall. It might have <laughs> eggs in it, you know, it's, <laughs> um, but, uh, this is very good for, and this is not necessarily like gray yet, but like protection for one of course mm-hmm. that's what they do they are protective of their nest and they will be protective with force they'll fight home for protection it. seems like it would be yeah that that's big time yeah. big big time so for home protection work so if you do find nests you can add them you can cut pieces of them off and if you make spell jars or anything for your house uh that you like to put up or you know if you have like altars that ward your house you can put pieces of them in there uh again you could put one in like a terrarium or like a certain space that maybe is like north near like the entrance of the house or something mm-hmm. like that to to kind of maintain that energy of like you don't fuck with my house okay dude just build you know? your house out of wasp nests out of wasp nests gross just live um, in a wasp nest <laughs> 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 so yeah big time protection because then that's what they do i mean they will defend to the death really oftentimes you know like they will really fight for you they will go after you and you're so much larger than they are and they don't care they're gonna fight so that that is like a good thing but um if you are wanting to take like an offensive stance in your magic if you're wanting to send out instead of defend Wasps can be utilized for that, especially if you find like yellow jacket or hornet nests, because mm. like they will <laughs> fuck you up. Um, but you know, because they have that energy, they have real fuck around and find out energy, mm. you know. Mm. And even you don't even have to fuck around, you're just gonna find out. We're just, gonna yeah, check. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, just, you know, you could just be having a nice day and find out yeah yeah and so that is kind of that energy it's very potent energy um and especially with the nest think of how much time they spent like they are putting this wood pulp in there that worked through their bodies and they spit it out and built it like it is the essence of the wasp you know like this Mm -hmm. nest it's part of them and so it has that energy so i mean it's like it's like a lot of things it's how you want to use it you know you're the same off you know like you hear things are evil this and that is evil oftentimes not the tool is innocent yeah, it's how it's used, you know, and so it's like you can use a wasp nest for protection. Absolutely. And like I I have I like them like I sure, you know, I just kind of have them around the house. And like if I find one on the ground, sometimes I just like leave it where it is, is if it's by the house and like just kind of ward from here, you know, decay yeah. and ward at the same time. Why not? And <laughs> but at the same time, if like, it the same tool can be utilized for I guess like for hexing, I don't know if you like, if you want to send offensive magic, if you're sending something out uh, or something like that, because it's got mm-hmm. that aggressive ingredient in it, that aggressive uh, essence that is part of it. So uh, that should be our brand. Aggressive ess- essence. Aggressive essences. It's fun to say. I, I can't, I can't quite say it. Aggressive <laughs> perfect, perfect name for us then. <laughs> 
Come down to aggressive aggressive. Um, so it's whatever you want to use it for. I, they, wasps can be very, um, very pure in their energy and very uplifting and positive and social and friendly, or they can be venomous uh, as they are as creatures. And so how you pull from them can really determine that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's mostly what I have of wasps. Uh, I mean, I didn't really go into the allergy thing and all of that. I mean, don't get stung. Ideally, um, yeah. no, don't, no, don't know what you're allergic to. Yeah. Don't get stung. Uh, some people mm. are allergic, um, you know, that can contain like cases where you can go into like anaphylactic shock. Luckily, I don't have that. I just have large local wounds. Reactions. I don't know. Stings. Yeah. Swells. Um, Talk to your doctor before getting stung by wasps. Yeah. And if you get stung by a wasp, like, I don't know, like that's any stinging insects when anybody gets stung, I take it pretty seriously, mm. especially if they are not aware. Um, yeah. Just because it's pretty potent venom. And really? let's keep an eye on that. Yeah. That's like one. It's like if, you know, because I think typically like anaphylaxis sets in within, is it the first 10 to 20 minutes, 10 minutes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that it's quick. But even so, it's like even after hunting, and I knew he wasn't like allergic, allergic, I still like would just be like, is your heart going to stop? You know, like I would just keep an eye on him. Like even a few hours later, be like, are you not going to? Okay. Hunter is very, uh, isn't he very naturally wary of flying insects? He, he, He does. He quite does not like them. It is such a distaste. And it's really interesting because he is so collected about everything else like he will just grab snakes by the tail and move them around and you know and yeah. just like moving to just deal with things but man if a wasp flies within six feet of him he is watching he, it and ready he bows up he does well, he, like, and he's he'll he's very skilled at um punching them, them out his, of the air yeah with his hat <laughs> he gets him with his hat and so like he will usually if he's got a hat on which he does a lot he'll he'll get him with so yeah he he is he has no patience for the mm. wasp at mm. all there mm. but he used to work on a marina and there were wasps everywhere yeah and i think that's so just he's part of it is that he's just on guard because of it like he like it's just part of it. i don't know he hates wasps <laughs> more than anyone i've ever met <laughs> yeah i feel more connected to wasps i still don't just love them yeah don't but pet I, uh, them yeah, be careful. I don't think that they're all going to be as sweet no. as, you know. Honor from weird. a distance. Honor from a respectful distance. Mm. Same same with me, though. Can we just... Yeah. I, I have that same thing. Mm-hmm. Honor from a distance. Um, I, What's the word? Not empathize. Relate more to the wasp now with this information. Yeah. It made me look at them in a different light because I hadn't ever, even though I've seen their, you know, I know that they're social creatures. I see them all, but like, I get so like, fuck, that's a lot of wasps on that nest. Yeah. Instead of thinking like, huh, that's a lot of wasps on that nest. Like what's right. their, what is their social structure like? Angle. Like they have, what do they want? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, what are they after? But like, it's interesting <laughs> to think about, like they're living in a community environment, you know? And it's like, yeah. they have a whole structure there, a whole social system. And it's just, it's neat to think about. Mm, mm, mm. You know what else we're gonna slam you with? Some hot, fresh green man action. Dude, dude, dude. How good is he? How good is he? 
You guys have seen them at this point. The uh, the I, I was so heartwarmed at the reception of this season's print. I was uh, done by the wonderful Lyra, Yura Lyra, and uh, I truthfully I've been quite emotional about this one. Um, whereas the other ones, I've been like, oh, this is fucking sweet. You know, I have my favorites and this, that, and the other. But I've been very emotional with this one. Uh, I think a lot of people have had sort of an emotional reaction with this guy. Um, because I think the green man stretches back to a lot of our journeys. And he's so um, he, he he's so uh, pervasive is not the right <laughs> word. He's like but he, in our DNA almost. It's yeah. like we know the green man in ourselves. And he kind of spans cultures and traditions and backgrounds and everything else. I mean, I mean, shit, even really, really deep Christian mythology, like has green man up in the churches and stuff. Yo, like yeah. That. He's all so, in them. Yeah. He, he's everywhere. And I think that's why everyone can appreciate him so much. Anyway, it's just, it's, it has brought a little mist to my eye seeing how many people like people are showing their green man tattoo tattoos and stuff that was cool and yeah i saw that yeah that was that was really sweet but if you're interested uh it is once again the artwork for this episode so check out the episode uh art and if you can't see it for whatever reason head on over to wbahprintshop.com there will be a link in the description uh but get your hand on it because as you guys know when these are gone they are gone they're gone and um, thank you guys who have already picked up uh, some. We This is definitely the most popular print. So thank y'all for that. Uh, WBH print shop and hopping, dude. Um, hopping, hopping. So that's exciting. And I'm glad that y'all love it. I, I'm excited for Lyra because like she loved because here's the thing like and this we're all our her own like worst, baby yeah we're all our own worst critics so like every time we launch one of these and like charlie and me are just like this is the coolest fucking design in the world she's like oh i don't know i don't know if anybody's gonna like it this time she was like i fucking love this you know yeah. so it's like i was glad <laughs> to see the reception uh his expression i think is so lively and perfect and, and he's sweet but mischievous at the same time and yeah, he's got his like garden spider and little butterfly. Little, it's little, just little butterfly moth guy. Yeah. He's beautiful. He's sweet, but he also looks kind of like he's got, you know, he's like trouble. He's got, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so anyway, yeah, if y'all want to check talk, that out, he'll talk to you into doing something. He yeah. might, you know, you know, little, little romp through the woods, you know, you yeah, just yeah. don't know. Uh, I don't know. I Beltane him. is coming up. Yeah, uh, celebrate Beltane. Get your, get your spring print. Yeah. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. That's okay. I do want to talk to you now about Dalmatian Jasper. Talk to me. Like lovers do. So Dalmatian Jasper, I have some, some words for you. So this is a stone, a crystal. It is associated with the root. However, also the sacral, like formally it's associated with the root, but we'll get into why it's also a sacral thing. You know what I mean? Uh, the planet it's associated with is earth. Oh, the element it's associated with is earth. Okay. So, so far we have root earth earth. Yeah. I'm noticing then, a trend, but the Zodiac is Virgo, a very practical sign. Everything about Virgo, not everything about Virgo, but I, I, I would say if you had to pick a very practical sign, Virgo would be up on the list. So, uh, yeah. 
let's get into the names. Uh, there's not any kind of crazy AKAs here. There's just Dalmatian Jasper, Dalmatian Stone, and Service Stone. You know, sometimes oh. stones... <laughs> the service he's like a service top uh you know sometimes they give those names like it's the witch's stone this one is the service stone okay. so first first and foremost <laughs> when you were like hey how many kinds of jasper are there a lot probably but dalmatian jasper is not fucking jasper dude it's one of those situations it's like bumblebee jasper isn't yeah jasper. yeah 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 they they just uh they they gave it the name dalmatian jasper because its appearance the dalmatian part is obvious uh because it's a white stone with black and like kind of brown sometimes speckles throughout of it mm-hmm. um yeah. but jasper they just kind of picked it and it, it just stuck so i will probably refer to it as dalmatian stone for the rest of the thing but you will commonly see it marketed as like uh jalmason jalmason jasper is what i nailed it dalmatian jasper it's actually a potpourri of minerals so the white part of the stone is uh things like feldspar and quartz and the brown slash black speckles in it being things like black tourmaline hematite oh lord pure al peralkaline and amphalable arfedsonite I really like it. I like the look of it. It also kind of reminds me of like those Robin's Egg Easter candies. And it also looks like some chicken eggs. To say that. Yeah. Yeah. And look at this cute little snake. Can you see him? I don't know if you can. It's not going to just. But he's cute. They carve little snakes out of it a lot. Let me see him again. Sorry, I was on my notes and not. Ah, cutie! They make little cutie snakes. I've found I've found a bunch for some reason out of it, but he's cute. I did too. I saw a lot of carved snakes when I was doing research on this, um, and I couldn't quite find a I couldn't quite find a good reason for that because a lot of the properties of this stone relate a lot to that Dalmatian moniker. This is mm. this is a this is what you want in a dog. Basically, okay. all of the things that uh, all of the mundane as well as the metaphysical properties is everything you want out of a good, loyal doggy. Okay. Um, but anyway, so this is a stone that you it's a long timer. You you're you're going to want to use this stone consistently and for a long time. Okay. Unlike something like obsidian, you know, obsidian, they're like, you, you got 30 minutes max, then you got to take that shit off. Like, um, unlike obsidian, this has a gentle energy that is uh, suited to work over time. So there's going to be a lot of analogy between this stone and a dog. Um, think, <laughs> think about the energy of the puppy, you know, you don't you don't want to just hang around your dog for like 15 minutes and then be like, that's that's it. Like you, it, this is a lifetime pal, you know, mm-hmm. he, it's in it for the long haul. Uh, and it's because of that, it's going to warm up to you. And as it warms up to you and the energy begins to kind of work, it's going to form a bond with you and you to it. So this is an everyday thing. So it's very suited for jewelry um, or uh, other things that you're going to have near you or with you. Putting it, say, in your purse, carrying it around with you, just places where it's going to be near your body. Mm-hmm. This stone comes from Mexico, where it is. it grows in like these huge formations. Where, wherever this stone like forms and grows, it grows big. Mm. 
And it typically has a little bit of like a jagged and or a, uh, not a square, but like a, um, like a rectangle-ish kind of formation. Think think of feldspar because of so much of the stone is like mm-hmm. feldspar. You know how it's got that um, kind of jaggedy look to it. Uh, and it also grows in kind of square formations. Mm-hmm. However, when they cut the stone and tumble it, they typically will cut it a little softer and uh, more round. And that's when you get those things that look like little robin eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, which, do you like the robin egg? Yeah, oh, candy? hell yeah, dude. I do too, dude. Oh, oh it's love- so malty. Yeah, malty I love malt. Delicious. Yeah. I love malt. I love a malt, like a shake, but they put malt I just in. don't notice the difference that much of a malt what? in a milkshake. Every time I've ever had a malt, I'm like, I mean, I do. I can taste. I guess that's not true. When we we had some, we got malts at that Happy Days Diner in Mineral Wells, oh, yeah. the place we never left, and um, <laughs> the place we're still at, still drinking that same, malt. still drinking the malt. Um, uh-huh. I do remember tasting it in that though, and being like, okay, mm. that's pretty good. It tastes like whoppers. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a malt whore. I will ask for extra mm. malt if given the chance. If malt is in the area. I want, I want all of it. Well, I mean, if you're going to get a malt, you might as well get a malt. Do it. You know, do a thing, do it right. Mm. Uh, anywho. So, uh, Dalmatian stones, Dalmatian stone, like howlite, it's easy to dye. It absorbs dye very well. So there's a lot of other colors bopping around out there, mostly blue from what I could tell. And unlike how light when they dye it and they try to like market how uh, blue how light as turquoise mm. and it's not really turquoise. Um, this doesn't seem to be trying to deceive anyone with what it is. Mm-hmm. It, it's just blue Dalmatian stone or, or whatever. So mm. it's, Take that for what you will. I know a lot of people don't like when stones are um, artificially colored. Treated, yeah. Treated or anything like that. I would say that since it is still the same stone, it still probably carries the same um, properties. But like maybe you just like the look of the blue one better. And -hmm. if you're wearing this for such a long time, like if you're getting a necklace and I don't know, you just you're into the blue. I I don't know. I'm kind of like go for it. I, I know some people it. have feelings about what that does to it, but for me, I'm like, it's, it's die, you know? Oh, we died. Yeah. There's a tab. Okay. Oh, there's all kinds of colors. Oh yeah. There's lots. Hmm. Um, boop, 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 boo. Into the mundane. This stone is complementary to mundane things. It's like a cheerleader for whatever you set it to do. It's going to allow the process to work itself through and like offer its hand when it's needed. So it's not necessarily blasting doors down. You know, it's not going to come in and fix the problem and wheel it all away. It's Mm -hmm. there to encourage you to think I can do this. It's Mm -hmm. there to encourage you to think you know, um, I can put myself in this happier mood. You know what I mean? It, it, mm-hmm. if that, does that make sense? Like it's yeah, not it necessarily doing the thing for you. It's make, it's getting you to the right headspace to do it yourself. Yeah. Same thing. Which I think body. is crystals in a nutshell, which is uh, yeah. really all metaphysics in a nutshell. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's that thing that, that has been going around, uh, for a while now? It's, uh, witchcraft is just spicy psychology. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, y- sure. But, um, the same thing in the body. Uh, this this stone is is good for blood purification, immunity, digestive system, and generally any anywhere the body has the ability to heal itself. It's sort of in the background, removing the obstacles, allowing things to work the way they should. 
Um, so unlike a bloodstone where it's like this purifies the blood, it, it, it does, but it does so by removing the negativity or whatever is keeping the blood not purified. I talked to your doctor and all that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> because, this, because the stone is so very grounding though, it can work, uh, wonders for anxiety it can help kind of put you if you're somebody who suffers with anxiety or any kind of long lasting like debilitating mental you know illness you know that sometimes you have days where you just feel more up for it Mm -hmm. you know of course you've got the bad days too but like some days you're just like dude i can fucking handle this today Mm -hmm. it's gonna help instill that and when you have those days you can get so much done Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it will kind of help to kind of extend those days, blah, blah, blah. Now, um, this is something I saw that was quite interesting. This stone can be particularly helpful with children. And again, it's particularly children with ADHD because it helps to, it helps to quiet the overwhelming distractive energy. Now, as adults, even adults, you know, um, with ADHD, it it might be a little bit I don't want to say it's easier to compartmentalize, but I think we don't have as much. Our brains are more developed, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think for a child with ADHD, that is a lot. That is can be overwhelming. Because not only are you trying to develop a million other parts of your brain, but your brain is constantly just like, ah, f- shit. And everything is new. And all the everything's time. exciting. Mm-hmm. Everything's new. So think of it as kind of like a support dog mm-hmm. with, you, you know, because it's, this Dalmatian, you know, if you've ever seen like the videos of the support animals that are trained specifically for things like panic attacks or whatever, you know how they just kind of very calmly walk up to the person mm-hmm. and they just kind of like will put their head and it calms them down. You know, that's kind of how I'm thinking of it. Mm-hmm. But it is particularly good for children um, because it because everything's a distraction all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, it's one of those stones that like in a mundane way, it's sort of like, yeah, it helps for everything because it doesn't okay. have any particular like zoomed in like it's not Mm -hmm. actually hands-on doing anything it's offering you that support so anytime you just need an extra hand that's you know what you can do same thing metaphysically however i kind of want to get into what makes up the stone so as stated the stone is made of let's talk about the white part of the stone so the white part of the stone is a mix of like selenite uh or satin spar and quartz things that help to amplify you know, things that are going to help to uh, set your intention, but also be very cleansing at the same time. That, that satin spar is what a lot of people will put next to their crystals to to cleanse them, to mm-hmm. keep them kind of free of negative energy. And this is why it works so well. And this is why I'm very interested in getting a chunk of this for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the The dark parts of the stone again they're things like where what did i say hold on black tourmaline it's that um our fed i'm not sure what that is hematite uh but again dark stones what do dark stones do they suck up that they suck up all that negative energy mm. and slurping 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 it, slurping up. it up and it's already paired up it's already permanently attached to that cleansing element so these dark stones a lot of the time you have to like 
cleanse the shit out of them. Otherwise, they kind of hit that capacity. They get saturated, you know, mm-hmm. like a sponge. They're not going to hold anything else until you can cleanse it out, put it in the sun or how you know, however you choose to cleanse your crystals. I like I like to do sun personally because I feel like it's burning the shit Don't out. Don't you have to be limited with that though? Like you can't. Yeah. you're not supposed to leave them out for oh. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful with putting your crystals in the sun. Always do research like the best way to cleanse, you know, because because another way I love to cleanse is with water. But you wouldn't want to do this water with this one um, unless it's maybe tumbled or sealed or something uh, because a part of it is satin spar and you don't want that to be dissolving or Mm -hmm. degrading or making the stone weak or anything like that. Smoke is generally, I feel like, the best way to to cleanse a stone because i think that like mo- <laughs> most stones are going to be okay with smoke that's how i cleanse um, most of mine yeah. like if i i don't always i r- actually i routinely never remember to put them outside overnight and i worry about like yeah. raccoons and shit taking yeah. them cuz they're shiny cuz we have a lot of raccoons they get on the, our what's porch what's can do with that what i don't know take it what do you do? Put it in your little house i they like shiny shit you know and i just what do they do with it take them and collect it i don't little know shits yeah with their little hands. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this is a stone that's constantly absorbing negativity, cleansing it. So in that way, it is a stone of transmutation. Mm. Because the positive properties that the uh, the potpourri, the, the kind of menagerie of different stones involved in making up this one stone. Here we go. We've got, it, this is a stone that brings joy. It's happy. Wow. Think of a happy ass dog i almost said border collie but i guess any kind of dog dalmatian running around and dalmatians in particular if i remember correctly aren't they kind of just like dumbly happy i mean we had one growing up and he was pretty dumbly happy yeah just kind of like a just like a happy-go-lucky just <gasps> hey all the time just, yeah that's, you know, that's so it, what, it yeah. It has that energy, so it's going to suck up this negative energy and transmute it into this just like boop, 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 boop mm-hmm. kind of happiness. And I, you know exactly what I mean with that little tune. Yep. Um, it also helps to uh, remove any form of um, scenarios that you've built up in your head. Again, this goes to the grounding property of the stone. Sometimes we start to think things like shit dude macy i haven't heard from macy in a little bit i think she's fucking mad at me and then that can spiral Mm -hmm. into like oh fuck dude she's so mad at me she's you know what she's Mm -hmm. doing she's making she's making like a spell against me right now you know she's probably she's probably putting me in a in in the freezer or whatever or we can do this to ourselves we can work up this this anxiety about like say a job interview just mm-hmm. getting so worked up in our head Th- these things that we tell ourselves and we start to build with with having no reason to actually think them mm-hmm. I, I think that for me anyway is my own worst enemy that's the worst part of all of it it's not actually anything that anyone else does i don't care what anybody else does or thinks it's what i think they think that matters yeah yeah um, no and it it fluctuates for me at least with anxiety when my anxiety yeah. is really high is when i notice myself running away with these crazy oh yeah scenarios Float you up. know float yeah. up into the ether and just absolutely mm-hmm. becoming detached this is going to ground and it helps getting it helps to get rid of these scenarios that we just blow out of proportion in our mind um this is a stone of loyalty if you can imagine it, because again, the dog thing, Mm. this is going to help 
Now, now, okay, I'll be honest with you. The majority of what I saw online was that sort of put this under your, put this under your partner's pillow to keep them loyal. Okay. And yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like I think reporting maybe just, on that. Yeah, just kick them out. Kick them to the curb. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think if you're, not, if you're if you're having to fight for someone to be loyal, they're probably if you're having to force them loyal. to not slip into someone else or yeah. have someone yeah. else slip into them or whatever. It's <laughs> oh, maybe on. maybe just let that one go. Yeah, maybe let them slip out the door. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They're pretty slippery uh, as it is. Gross, gross. Uh, but it can help to increase your own loyalty, and I don't even necessarily mean this in just a um romantic setting sure if that's something that you've noticed about yourself you've done some shadow work and you're like shit dog i might not i might have a problem with loyalty and you're mm-hmm. actively trying to work on it that this could be a good stone and and good for you by the way yeah. um but it could also be in other it could be familial loyalty if you're struggling to kind of see someone's side on some although you know you should Mm. because they're you know now and this this is where it gets very kind of gray for not gray magic but like the lines get a little blurred because i i don't think that it's ever good to just use the well they're family i don't either i think that is such a toxic oh yeah thing the the whole like letting people get away with things just because they're blood like no cut people out of your fucking life and never talk to them again it's right they're just as if they were anybody else because that's always what i think about like if these were people i was not related to would i give them even a second of my oxygen no you know and so yeah i do i think like making people live with or like deal with and confront family or like these bad people just because they're family they're family that is so so not healthy yeah no i don't like it so uh, that is not what i'm talking about here i'm talking about cases in which you feel onto your own self you've thought it through you feel like you need to work this loyalty into your life this this can this can help kind of work with that um it's going to help to d- dispel negativity in general the same way that like your chunk of tourmaline will um it helps to amplify any magic workings that you're doing because of the quartz in it so breaking it down kind of, you're going to have those ind- independent properties of your spar your quartz your tourmaline and and dark stones in general because there is some like conversation out there about whether or not all of the black spots are tourmaline because some people have done like research and like um i don't know how they do it but they find out what the minerals are and it's like sometimes it's not tourmaline sometimes it's those other words that i had a hard time pronouncing but to me a dark stone is a dark stone yeah you know um generally gonna have the same set of qualities right 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 so I, I want to get around to the, the kind of meat, the what I think is the real meat of this, the thing that sets this stone apart for me, the thing that I found to be particularly uh, compelling about this stone is this stone brings out a, a sense of childlike wonder. It brings a sense of childlike happiness and excitement. So what I'm getting from this is inner child work. Um, oh, okay. Big time, which is, you know, something I've, I've been into recently. And I, I a lot of <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, so and uh, inner child work and shadow work oftentimes go hand in hand, my dude. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Find out but where it because, all began. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. It's like, have you seen the thing where the guy opens the door and he's like, "What's behind this door?" And he opens it. It's just trauma. And he's <laughs> like, "Let's shut that forever." Yeah. Um, <laughs> because of its transmutive property, uh, this is good for that shadow work. It's good for that possibly very triggering, traumatizing stuff that happens to sure. come along with inner child work. But you know what? There's also a, a side of child work that is very light and happy and it yeah. has this nostalgia. Oh, yeah. And 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 it's like sometimes it just feels like that return to home. You know, uh part of my inner child work that I have been doing is like things that makes her happy. And I've been looking into um God dude when I was a kid I was so into uh, like ant farms uh, and aquariums. I remember you, you yeah that and like oh God, I loved sea it. monkeys sea and, monkeys yeah little things monkeys. like that and uh particularly one of my favorite things I ever did was uh you could send off and they'd send you monarch butterfly um mm. uh caterpillars mm. and you could watch them eat and they'd grow and then they'd make their cocoons and you got to witness that whole process and then they uh came out of the cocoons and you would set them set them free. And okay. I bought myself a kit to do that again. Um, because I also thought that it would be, it would make really fun Patreon content. <laughs> so we could watch these butterflies go through their process of metamorphosis together and, and maybe have a ceremony where we release them out. Um, I'm going to do some more research about like when the best time to do that to is. Do that is area. Yeah. 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 So I don't just let them go into a pre completely inappropriate time for them to be out in the wild, but we'll, we'll look into it. I want to do it right. But like, um, and, and to me, there was nothing shadowy about that. That was pure joy. Yeah. You know? And, and I also, I'm not going to lie. I went and I got a sea monkey thing. I'm going to put some sea monkeys in my room, have my sea monkeys. Hey. And just returning to that, has brought this joy into my life that I feel like I've been missing. There's such a spark. Like you said, when you're a kid, everything's new, my dude. Mm -hmm. Everything's new and exciting. Um, much like the energy of, like, say, a puppy. Yeah. It can also help to release feelings that a child doesn't really have any place feeling. We're talking, like, guilt. Uh, and we're talking about... Um, the negativity brought on by like, you're just crushing the crushing weight of your responsibilities as mm. an adult. Mm. This stone can help you if you're looking to do work to kind of step outside of that, step outside of guilt, step outside of this. Uh, I think we should probably have a whole like child, uh, inner child episode at some point because <laughs> yeah. there's so much there. Uh, but to move on from that, um, it's going to put you in an overall excited to be alive state uh also good for children again children with adhd but it's good for children who happen to have nightmares uh put it under the pillow to help to kind of transmute that energy of a, like a gross nightmare into a good nice happy dream um and good for adults because it is also going to help you release things that maybe you, you it's okay for you to now move on from you know, the, sure. yeah. that shadow side of yeah. childhood trauma that you're still carrying around today. Mm -hmm. It can help to kind of sever those ties. So in this, in this way, this stone is both incredibly, like it's reflected in its um, appearance as well. The stone is both incredibly light and dark while it yeah. can bring those aspects of 
wonderful happiness and brightness and just not a care in the world. It's also great when you want to do like a deep dive. Mm. And if you think about it in that, in that um, dog metaphor, in that Dalmatian metaphor, that dog's going to be by your side through all of those times. Yeah. It's like you know, dog it, meat. It's, it is do- it's your dog meat. It is there with you. It's not judging your decisions. You know, you don't do things and dog meat goes, oh, he just stole from someone. <laughs> dog meat is just there because he's a dog and he loves you, right? <laughs> so um, get, you some, get you some Dalmatian Jasper. Have a little buddy to help regulate you when you're super high up and have a buddy to kind of lift you up when you're super low down. And that's Dalmatian Jasper. Uh, I like it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Real sweetie. Real sweetie. Huge sweetie. For some reason, when I see stones that are like visually interesting like that, I immediately think that they're um, all show. They're all talk and no action. And say, oh, you're going to be a dick. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I'm just like, these really pretty stones, I just kind of write off uh, for some reason. But I, I really like the symbolism. And uh, I wish I could find more as to the history. Uh, most of the history about this stone is the argument of what exactly it is composed of. Right. Uh, while it seems to be a, a, bi- a big smash together of a lot of different things. So anyway, that's it. That's all you got for me today. I liked it. Good. I liked it. I liked it. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. Again, my dudes, check out the very first of the 2022 collection. Yeah, this is the first one. So, if you're bummed out, you're like missing one last year. Now you get to start fresh. Yeah. You get to start from the beginning. Fresh. It's going to be cool. I don't really know what the theme is this year, unless I think they just might circulate around the seasons. Um, which is pretty cool, but this is our uh, sixth one. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's huh. people out there who have all six, and that's pretty. Oh cool. yeah, dude. Oh yeah. And I, I see I, y'all. I see y'all when you post, and you always include that Halloween one. And I know what you're doing. I know you're like, look what I got. Look what I got. Oh, I dude, get. that Halloween one is such a fucking flex. It is. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see someone put it up, I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good for fucking yeah, you, man. That is awesome because that was like. <laughs> Not many people got that. Like that yeah. was like a we, you know, that was the first one. And if you've got that, I feel like you're just like in the kind of the OG club. A little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was kind of an outlier. Like it wasn't no part of a series. Start. It was nothing. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was just a standalone. Rent. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fucking flex, dude. So check it out. WBAH podcast. Nope. W- <laughs> WBAH print shop. Uh, dot com our website if you would like to send in inquiries uh for advertisements you know shoot us an email at wbahpodcast at gmail.com you can just say yo i got a business uh what can i do and we'll shoot you the the information also you can send us your spooky stories you can send us your hate mail you can send anything that you want to send in an email your identities send us your social security number (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to have that. that in my possession at in, all. Anyway, I, I'm the kind of person that if I did open an email and someone even jokingly sent us information, I would just start sweating immediately. Dude, I used to have the ability to like look at like I worked at a job tour. I could easily see what other people made like their chat, and I wouldn't. I I wouldn't look. Like it was very yeah. easy for me to do, and I was still. I don't. Yeah. I, I was just like I don't want that information. I don't. Want I don't want to know it because once I know it, I feel like I might have to do something with it, and I would just rather not know. <laughs> I want to know. There is one time that I, um, I I was working at a place and I 
I, I wasn't in a position where I could see this. It was like a, it was on someone's desk kind of mm. thing. And I could see like how much they made. And the thing, it, look, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I took a peek. And that's not oh, me. Uh, that's sure. not what I If do. it's like laying out on the table and I'm you happen thing. upon it, that's harder yeah. to not look. But knowing that I am who's supposed to be distributing these, I was just like, I can't do this. I, I can't cross <laughs> that line. But no, if I was to happen across one, I might be like, well, I took yeah, I took a I took a little peek, peekly, and I don't think that I normally would do that, but I I was immediately crushed. <laughs> it was not a good yeah. It, that's good the feeling. thing. That's the reason I don't want to is that I feel yeah. like generally it won't make me feel good. No, no, I don't yeah. think there's any scenario in which yeah. I mean, if I'll you either feel so bad more, that they're not making as much as me, or I'll yeah. feel bad that they're making a lot more than me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and let's just say. It was one of those scenarios. It 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 made me feel not good. But, I feel like it was uh, more. They were making more than you. Listen, I'll let you speculate however you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's our email address. Uh, let's see what else we have on Instagram where you can go see that print. I put up that at- video of us torching that copper today in Kim's little shop. Did you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you go can go see out. what go look what copper looks like when you put a lot of heat to it. It looks really pretty. That's it. Which amateur hour? Go look. Go look what we look like when we're being badasses torching some shit. It's we're just being you. real. We were being. Oh, well, I was being a real, bl- <laughs> a real blacksmith. <laughs> blacksmith. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know why my brain did this, but in, I instead of saying blacksmith, my I almost said bladder rack. <laughs> Like the seaweed? Yeah. <laughs> we have, uh, come come meet with us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, it's, look, look for it. Facebook.com. <laughs> and then, and look for the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. The, yeah, you'll Join find the it. coven. Uh, we have great conversations over there. And uh, what, what am I forgetting? Uh, join our, if you want, I mean, I was just going to say, join our Patreon, um, <laughs> but that'd be cool if you did. Um, but that's out there. That's patreon.com forward slash W B A H podcast. Um, and I think that's, I think that's the, all of it. That's the whole of it. That's the whole of it. I'm dude. I'm watching the little video of me torching the copper copper right now. And it's fucking let it make you feel pretty cool oh yeah oh fuck like the second cool one guy in. yeah your average witch podcast uh which is if you don't know is kim's podcast is uh charlie uh double fisting them torches like a boss just a quick observation i opened up the link to the ovipositor <gasps> i my favorite yes. thing about all of this yes period yes is that the seller is fan- fantasy cocks? <laughs> is it? But it also could be sp- dis- pronounced as fantastic cocks, which is what I hope it is. Yeah. Ooh, and that was the first thing cocks. I saw when I opened it was fantastic right. cocks, and I was like, lit. lit. I'm in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> and that seller has 7,800 reviews, homie. Dude, I, I, uh, they were the first one that came up when I, when I googled. <laughs> Ovipositor sex toy. Interesting. Looks well crafted. Yeah. Oh, it looks great. I mean, it's kind of pretty. Like if I didn't, I mean, you could, you you didn't know what it was, but like you might would guess you'd be like, oh yeah, is is that listen or or isn't it? 
I would love to just get a big bottle of lube, lube up them eggs, and just squirt them through just all day, like a like a fidget toy. I would just all day, yeah. be cranking out these eggs. See how far you can shoot them. Shoot them across the room. Hell yeah. Hell, I might even put it in my pants and let it come out of the zipper and just actually try to be laying eggs places. Hey, see if you can. It'd be difficult. Like, see if you can actually pull it off. You know, like, seriously. (laughs) That right there, I just feel like explains the creative brain in a nutshell. (laughs) Immediately. You know, that's it. You're like, can I turn this hat upside down and lay an egg in it? I bet I could. Yeah. Can I? Yeah, exactly. No, interesting. Wow. There you go. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you saw that before this episode came to a close. I think it's a good place to end. Uh, I'm out. You're out. We're the witch bitch amateur. We're the witch bitch egg laying hour. Witch bitch ovipositor hour. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Josh Brolin. No. No. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Not Josh Brolin. <laughs> I love Josh Brolin. Yeah, much more so than Luke Bryan. <laughs>